What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 20 of season four. I'm your host, Kurt Field. And it is your boy, Bleeding Green Bruno. Kurt, there is NBA news afoot. You're wearing a Celtic sweatshirt. Um, There's NBA news afoot. A major event is happening this week in the history of NBA. There's some all-time records being broken. And those records are the Celtics are the best team in the NBA. Everybody's talking about how Jason Tatum is the best player of all time. There's no one else that anyone is talking about being the best player of all time. No one else is even close to the scoring record. I think Jason Tatum is actually close to breaking uh, Wilt Chamberlain's scoring record. I don't think anyone else is close to breaking it. So Jason Tatum, talk of the town. Jalen Brown, all-star. Celtics best team in the NBA. That's the biggest NBA story this week. Definitely nothing else. No, nothing else. Nothing yep. else. Um, you were know, <laughs> not ready for that one, Kurt. <laughs> I was a little caught off guard. Just I love it, Kurt. Like the Brooklyn Nets were in the first oh, quarter of the other night. Dude, that was sexy. The Celtics put it in their butt in the first quarter of last night. They you know, spanked them. They spanked them. It was like you know unbelievable. You know what's sneaky here? What? They, the Celtics, have won 10 straight against have Brooklyn. We? Oh, against Ten, oh yeah, because we swept them. Are you counting playoffs last year? Yeah, that's that's very satisfying. And I don't give a fuck that some games they didn't have Kevin Durant. Blah blah blah. Who cares? Make your excuses. Cry about it, bitch. But uh, Kyrie suck, and Celtics good. That's Celtics good. Kyrie suck. <laughs> Kyrie is a rude boy. Bruno. Oh, he's a rude boy. Oh no no no, Gert. Oh, it started. Oh no. Oh, um, just no. so I Y K Y K. Fuck! I gotta get my list out. <laughs> it's it's the Rihanna episode. Ah uh, shit! Uh, Grab so your umbrellas, folks. It's oh. raining on. It's raining Rihanna. It's Rain and Rihanna on this pod. Um, <laughs> Bruno, there's two. Two down in the first three minutes here. Fucking um, got him. <laughs> um, going back to, we were talking about something. Okay, first off, I'm going to go even further back. Oh, I got a couple DMs after last week's episode went up that people very much liked the first unscripted 20 minutes of oh, the hell yeah week. Hell so yeah. bruno we have a future in just blab blabbing <laughs> opening our mouths and producing sounds yeah literally whatever's on our brain it might be love on the brain oh god damn it Walk but it, whatever's on our brain bruno we i think the people like just the natural thoughts well, listen we're big thoughts guys uh everybody knows that our brains are ginormous 
Um, and everybody knows the closer we are to goofing hours, the better the shit that comes out of our mouth is. So Correct. I'm not saying it's goofing hours right now. Certainly we are working men and responsible men. Um, we, you know, we have jobs and we respect them very much. Hashtag respect, hashtag retupact. But you know what, Kurt? Uh, you know, here we are living our lives, just being top professional talkers. Yeah. Well, Bruno, I do think we need to get something on the books here for when football season ends, taking a little hiatus, taking a little, a quick little hibernation, and then coming out strong with something different. Not football. Kurt, I am so down. And I think what we could easily do is like, there's time to shoot the shit at the start. And it could be a minute. It could be 10 minutes. It could be 20 like last week. And then we just go into like, uh, what is your record for combined poops and cries before a volleyball game? Yeah. Lindsay uh, with seven. Seven? Remember? Remember that time when Lindsay was just, just, or maybe it wasn't, maybe it was just cries. Or maybe you were the poops because that was your Italy phase. I don't I, remember. There's something it about it. It might have been yeah. me. It might have been me. Uh, <laughs> I just remember Lindsay. Do you remember, obviously, Lindsay from the All-Stars? Like, I remember there was one time. How could I forget? I, I just realized I said it in my brain, though, without giving any context. So I was like, you know what? Maybe I should explain that one. Um, maybe hers was cries and yours was poops, and maybe I mixed them up. People you forget for multiple years, <laughs> oh, no. I kept a poop log. <laughs> you kept the receipts on your own shit skirt. I had to. The doctor you made have me. To. You did have to. <laughs> did you, you know, get any cash back for those receipts, Kurt? <laughs> no, that was zero zero percent cash back. Just some poop splatter. That's all. Oh, oh boy! Oh boy! It was not it. That was not. That was certainly not it, Kurt. Oh my fucking god! Do you remember that video? Yeah, I was <laughs> startled. <laughs> we gotta put that as like on social media somehow. We'll get that out there. Oh, so stats guy and I were driving down. We went to Darien this week to watch Ooh. a basketball game. Your old stomping um, grounds. People forget the old stomping grounds. Miss it. R.I.P. in peace. Um, R.I.P. And we put on the pod from last week. Yep. Bruno, do you remember what we talked about? I'm, it, I'm not gonna lie, Kurt. I, I hope I, uh, I hope I don't uh, disappoint you here. But uh, it was I don't all even remember good. what I said yesterday. It was all good until okay, good. we brought up my coaching. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! I totally forgot. And I remember in the moment being like, "Don't." Oh no, Kurt! How bad is that? No, it's funny. Like she's heard that story before. Oh, like okay, okay. it. Was, oh no, she's heard that story before. But it was also like, <laughs> "Oh, this is a weird experience." Now that we're dating, <laughs> Kurt, I'm not gonna lie to you. If that was hashtag breaking news, I would have felt bad. I'm not. I would not gonna lie. Hand up. I would have felt bad if that was breaking news. I still do kind of feel bad. But you know what? Listen, uh, I think we just need to designate some segments are not for stats guys' ears, and some are. And that's okay. Yeah, I was like, I was trying. I was basically. She was like, shut up and drive. <laughs> shut up and drive. <laughs> so good. good. And I was like, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I'm doing it. Uh, yes, ma'am. Shit. Um, she did. She did not want you to talk that talk. Kurt. No, but that's okay, Bruno. It was a, it was a quite the story, Bruno. What I was going back to at the beginning of this, you brought up an interesting thing, and I was talking about this at work today. Oh. Somehow, I'm a sports center right before we got on here. I don't remember exactly what the context was about sports. Oh, I made a noise. I was like, <laughs> I don't remember what it was, but I made made a noise, and you brought up like this is sports center. Yeah, Bruno. You know what needs to come back? What? The thing on the left side of the screen on SportsCenter that showed you what was coming up next. Yes. The segments or whatever. Yeah. You see Why did they get rid of the segment screen? Dude, first of all, 
classic ESPN getting lazy and not doing their jobs. So we already knew that they were lazy and didn't do their jobs there. People forget they just report reckless facts, never correct them, and that's how Deflategate happened. Second of all, Kurt, I think it's honestly probably because the people who fucking debate Stephen A. Smith, the rotating class of clowns that debate him on first take and all those shows, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Max Kellerman, Kurt, we've known for years he doesn't know what he's talking about. So my guess is they can't even fucking make those graphics because hashtag ESPN lies. And that's a fucking fact. People forget you wrote that on the tape on a Gamble Pavilion basketball game when they showed up. Bruno, they do lie. But you know what? (laughs) You put on a T for me. Uh Uh-oh. I love the way you lie. (laughs) Fuck. I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting we're doing that. And then I keep looking down as soon as you do it. I'm like, what's one that I can do? Uh, it It just let it come naturally. That's true. Let it come. Oh, you know that Selena Gomez song? Everything comes naturally. You know that song? Oh, yeah. Here's a, That's, That doesn't count, but there you no, go. No, but like this could be not a well-liked opinion, Oh, a hot take. Oh, I shit. hate Selena Gomez. Oh. Okay, so let's clarify here. Like person or songs or everything? Like what are we talking here? No, no problem with the person. Uh problem with the music music not yeah. it's like one of those disney artists that like should never yeah. have became a singer but became a singer yeah and honestly like she you know she had the whole justin bieber thing and she was the disney thing so there's a lot going on she had some popularity i'm looking at my selena gomez songs right now there's some classics but for the most part like she doesn't have anything on rihanna obviously but oh god no uh i don't even some of these songs i like there i remember yeah not not as good. She does not have the discography. I believe that's what they say. Uh, that, yeah, I, I there's not that many. I just looked through the whole list. Not not feeling it. But you know what, Kurt? That's okay. Um, because, uh, fuck fuck. Open my Rihanna list. Open my Rihanna list. Fuck fuck fuck. I was trying to make a Rihanna pun. I just didn't have the time and didn't have one ready. That's not okay. Ready. Nope. Uh, I got nothing. All right, I'll come back, Kurt. We got to do it naturally, like you said. Yeah, I mean, you want to take a bow. Oh damn it! No, I, I, you, you gotta save that for when I. You had to save that for when I did an actual good one. I just fucking brain farted and didn't even have one. <laughs> brain farted. I can't. I got nothing for that one. So. Bruno, they'll roll off the tongue later. Bruno, we sure. do have some things to get to here. Um, regarding last week's uh, yep. N- uh NFC and AFC championship games. He's true. Before we get into the scores. I want you to give me one word, putting on the spot, one word to describe last weekend's games. Um, diamonds. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I just I was trying to work something in. <laughs> that was pretty good, though. That was pretty good. Was um, pretty one good. words to describe last week's games. Well, I mean, is it have to be the same word for both? Because they were kind of different. They're kind of different games. I mean, I guess. Uh, I mean, personally, disappointments, because I may or may not have gone zero for two on picking the winners for both of these games. Um, at least the second game was close, so you had that going for them. The first game obviously was not. Um, so yeah, probably disappointments. I'd guess if we're not going diamonds. I think I'd say poor. Yeah. I. Ugh. So the first game was just a dud. The NFC Championship was a. Yeah. Dud. We'll get into it. But Whoa. I say poor for the weekend in total because the officiating oh god in both games was so bad, so poor that it like it left a cloud over both championship games in my opinion. 
Yeah, and like luckily for the Eagles game, like we said, there's other things we'll get into it, but there's other things we can point to that's probably like more pressing than that. But for the Bengals Chiefs in a three point game when it could have gone either way, like though you never want to see that level of bad officiating in a game that's like that close and really did kind of come down to the end. So yeah, yeah, that was that was tough, Kurt. That was tough. No doubt. Bruno, once uh we should start with the NFC championship game just because Show up. Uh, that's where it started last week. But um so obviously the Eagles are headed to uh another Super Bowl here and it comes at the hands of a defeat of the 49ers 31 to 7 it felt like more of a blowout than that even yes the 49ers kept it close early they actually yep. tied it up with like 9 minutes to go in the first half 7-7 seven, yep. seven. I was like oh maybe this is going to be a game psych it really was never a game after that. So um, it's unfortunate because the biggest story in this one has to be the fact that Brock Purdy gets hurt on the second yeah. drive of the game, hurt so badly that uh, – what was his name? Josh Johnson or something? Yeah, he's been on like 14 teams. Has to come in uh, as the backup. And, uh, I mean, let's be real. Josh Johnson most likely – not winning you an <laughs> NFC championship game no. on the road against the one seed Eagles. Yeah. No. With a ferocious pass rush. Yes. So Brock Purdy's out. Josh Johnson's in. Josh Johnson concussed. No, Josh Johnson <laughs> no longer in Back the game. Out. <laughs> Back in the game. So let's just go. We've gone through Trey Lance, yep. Jimmy Garoppolo, Brock yep. Purdy, and Josh Johnson. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan have a fifth string quarterback? No. <laughs> he puts Brock Purdy back in the game. It later comes out after the game. Brock Purdy will miss six months with a torn yeah. UCL <laughs> in his oh, elbow. <laughs> so they were playing the NFC Championship game on the road, down double digits with a quarterback who quite literally could not throw. Yeah. Bruno, I will ask you this. Ready. The broadcast was saying, and they did do this at one point, that McCaffrey was like the emergency quarterback. Yep. And Kyle Juszczyk, the fullback, was the emergency emergency quarterback. <laughs> that would have been electric. You're when they were down twenty eight seven in the third quarter, and like you you know you have to throw. What's the whole? What is the harm in putting Kyle Juszczyk back there and just letting him rip it? Fucking rip it, Kurt. There's no harm in doing that, I, Bruno. I didn't quite understand that aspect of it like they were down and out they were screaming sos from Nailed from philadelphia one. okay and kyle shanahan's like nah we're gonna hand the ball off every play and it was kind of like waving the white flag throwing in the towel what are your thoughts yeah. on that i mean again like i agree it is it is even crazy that they were on their third starting quarterback of the season heading into this game and they were still like playing fucking unreal they had won like 10 games in a row or whatever it was and even with josh johnson you're like okay maybe like the 49ers can succeed with any quarterback it became quickly apparent that they could not with josh johnson so then yeah like you know kurt you know what i would have loved if like they had practiced any sort of christian mccaffrey wildcat i think if there's any wildcat that could have worked it's a kyle shanahan christian mccaffrey wildcat so like, yes needed some of that um obviously they weren't expecting to lose two quarterbacks this game but you know what you gotta expect the unexpected uh and so kurt i mean i would have loved that for the 49ers i will say kurt uh if we can also get into some eagles talk too yes um i think the eagles offense played well obviously jalen hurts you know is doing his thing again like if 
if they're winning, like they've had two blowout victories in a row, right? And they've only allowed seven points in both games, though, again, like you have to like put the asterisk on this game at least. Uh, I will say, though, I think the Eagles' offense was inflated because, like we talked about Deflategate earlier, this was Inflategate, if we're going to be honest, because if the 49ers' offense had been able to like stay on the field whatsoever, their defense wouldn't have to be on the field 24-7. And obviously their defense played well or well enough in the first half. And then they only allowed, you know, they, they definitely like allowed some more points after halftime and stuff. But it's like, if the, if the offense had just been competent and let the defense take some breaks, this would have been a different game. So I let, I know all these people coming out of this game were like, oh, the Eagles put up 31, the offense looked great. It's like, yeah, I mean, I guess, but you're playing against a defense that like the offense was like three and out every time. So right. that's, like, that was kind of my takeaway. They left them out to dry. Yeah. So, I mean, you're definitely right about that. The, the Eagles kind of, yes, it was 31 points, but like asterisk next to it, you know? Um so my question to you, obviously you picked the 49ers. I thought the 49ers were going to – I was rooting for them. How different do you think the game is if Brock Purdy stays healthy? So obviously I picked the 49ers to win. We all know I'm a bonehead, so you know I'm not going to deny that. Um, I really do think the game would have been a lot different. Like I'm not necessarily going to sit here and be like, I can confidently say the 49ers would have won. But Brock Purdy has showed he can put together consistent – minutes eating drives right so not only does it help the offense get into a rhythm because it really felt like they never got into one the whole game and like understandably so because they were switching quarterbacks every two seconds um and then also again it would have kept their defense off the field the defense would have been healthier in the second half and you know like again they just wouldn't be tired all the time um i i do think it would have been a lot closer and again like the eagles basically like Yes, it was a little close in the first half, but the second Brock Purdy goes out of the game, their confidence just shot through the roof because it's like they're not fucking Josh Johnson, like you said, is not coming in and beating them. So they played with almost like no pressure because it's like they knew they were going to fucking win the second Brock Purdy was injured. If they didn't have that confidence, I could have seen it being a whole nother game. Oh, I I completely agree, Bruno. I think Brock Purdy has a certain quiet swagger about him. That I think when he went down, the 49ers just lost so much confidence yeah. and so much like hope that I almost think the game was over then. I know that San Francisco tied it up 7 7, but right. like, I, I don't know, man. It just didn't, it just felt like all the air got sucked out of that sideline and they were just sitting like the, the camera kept showing them on the bench and they were all just like, kind of mopey not really high energy and i get it like your guy gets they know they're not winning with josh johnson let's put it that way so um tough blow for them but i bruno the eagles are all year have been playing really great football so it's not overly shocking that they made the super bowl right yeah i mean kurt the eagles are going to be unapologetic about the fact that they just made the super bowl obviously right they're not care they're not they're not sorry to say the least um and again it's a good thing for the Eagles that they've had such a good record. And if it wasn't for Hertz getting injured at the end of the season, they maybe wouldn't have even lost that many games. Like they would have had a better record. So they can always point to that. But I will say, Kurt, they're like two and zero postseason record in like those two games. One against the division rival Giants, who like were overinflated by beating bad teams in the regular season, and you know they beat Kirk Cousins, which was good. But again, it was still the Giants. And then a 49ers team that played with like half of a QB combined for the entire game. Like that doesn't really inspire much confidence. Like if they didn't have the season that they had, I'd be being, I'd be sitting here saying like the chiefs might win by like 30. 
Yeah, no, I, I feel you. I feel you wholeheartedly. Bruno, speaking of the Chiefs, those fucking sickos. Those fucks. They obviously, you know by now, they are also advancing to the Super Bowl after taking down Joe Burr and the Bengals. 2020. Uh, uh, Bruno. <sighs> this game pissed me off for like a variety of reasons. Number oh, one, like, I just – it's clearly hard because NFL coaches certainly know so much more than your boy. We come on this stupid fucking podcast every week <laughs> talking about, like, can someone please guard Travis Kelsey? And time after time, people are just like, nah, fam. LOL. We good. <laughs> Uh, Travis Kelsey again made his impact known in this one, Bruno. He only had seven for seventy-eight, but a touchdown. Wait, he had seven. So was he under the targets? I think it was nine point five. Let's go. We both were we both under. Kurt, I, we don't have to. You know, I, there, someone may have gone on four here. We don't have to talk about it. it was, oh, no. You know, I don't I'm know what hard. you're talking about, Kurt. I'm sorry, pal. <laughs> I didn't look that up, but Kurt, I just assumed because the ones I remembered all lost. So <laughs> poor guy. Well, t- well, stats guy will have to look that up. Oh wait, no, 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 no. I said under Cincinnati 100 rushing yards, and they had 71. So I got one of those right. And I said over. So there you go. So there you go, baby. Bruno is back. <laughs> um, but Bruno, story of this game, I think, was I was, imp- I was impressed with Patrick Mahomes. And that takes a lot yep. for me to say because I, like, I don't like that cat. But uh, what he did on a high ankle sprain was, was impressive. Um, 29 of 40, 29 of 43, 326, two touchdowns. And the key is no interceptions on the other side. Joe Burrow gave the ball back to, uh, Kansas city twice with two picks. Joe was 26 of 41 for 270, a touchdown and two picks. So, I mean, Mahomes won that quarterback competition straight up, which I think is a big storyline here because both teams, didn't really run the ball well at all. So Joe Burrow was the leading rusher with 30 yards for the Bengals, and <laughs> Pacheco was the leading rusher for Kansas City with 26. So Jeez. not a lot of handing the football off to backs this game. So no. the quarterbacks were the big story. Now, with that being said, Joe Burrow, I mean, time and time again, looked like he was down and out, but he made plays big enough to get get it back to 2020. He actually had the chance. He got the ball. Uh, tie game two minutes ago and a chance to go down and do it and uh, didn't. And Kurt, that's what makes me the most sad about this game because sure, I definitely agree with you. Patrick Mahomes on that high ankle after only a week, right? Like it's not like the Super Bowl where you have two weeks to recover. It was only a week since he last played. A hundred percent impressive and throwing no picks, of course. But like what's getting lost in all this hype is that again, like the Bengals like you can't say they should have won because like it was a tie game right and they were driving. So I'm not going to say they should have won, but it's like how many, like, I think we, I think most people probably expect at that point, the Bengals to at least go down and score, whether it's a field goal or a touchdown, like they had the ball, they were driving, things were good. And then the, of all things, right. We always think of offense when it comes to Kansas city, it was Chris Jones in the defense sacking Joe Burrow and like stopping that drive and getting the chiefs to get the ball back. Like, I, that was just so. It was just so sad because, like you said, Chief, the Bengals hung in it all game. You thought on that final drive, you were like, "All right, you know, it's not how you start; it's how you finish." And they just couldn't get it done. And that's what probably sucks that they could have. That's what they're probably looking back at. 
Oh, a hundred percent. Couldn't agree more. Um, it is hard too because we talked about how bad the officiating was. Bruno, it was the discrepancy in calls was staggering. Like the referee should have been in Chiefs uniforms. Probably were. It probably were. And uh, in the last drive alone, um, obviously it's t- it's it's talked about uh, how the late hit by the Bengals linebacker, I right. forget his name, put the Chiefs into field goal range to kick the game-winning field goal, which is true. So it was a 15-yard penalty for a late hit. It was obviously a late hit. I'm not, I'm not debating that at all. But earlier in that play, there's a blatant, blatant hold on the offensive tackle, the left tackle. It's just like how many times did Cincinnati get hosed in this game by non-calls or – really ticky-tack bullshit. Like, there was a third and nine that got repeated like 17 times because the Chiefs just didn't pick it up. They're like, oh, no, well, I'll just redo it. It's like, what are what are we doing here? So that left a really bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, and I couldn't agree anymore, Kurt, because, again, like, sure, uh, you could maybe say fairly that I have some bias in my takes. Sure. You know what? I've never been I've never been uh, known as the unbiased individual uh, amongst any space that I'm in. However, I will say, like you said, whether it was the calls that weren't being made or whether it was the calls on them that weren't getting called the other way or the calls that the Chiefs weren't getting called for that the Bengals were getting called for, whatever way you want to slice it out of that pie. uh, The Bengals did not seem like the beneficiary of any of those. And Kurt, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I don't know if you saw that viral uh, clip yesterday on Twitter from a macro dose or micro dosing. I forget which one it is, whichever one of those that's the pod called has like 220 million views about Aaron Foster jokingly. But like the, the, the joke in this is that like some people thought he wasn't joking saying the NFL is rigged. I'm just going to go ahead and say, Kurt, the NFL wanted the chiefs to win this game. I'm just oh, going to go. Ahead it was and say so it. obvious. The NFL wanted Mahomes. It was so fucking obvious, um, which sucks, yeah. which sucks. Bruno, uh, Ron Tolbert, was the head of uh, the head official in this game? Did you see that he's under investigation by the NFL right now? No question mark. I did he not see that. Didn't know that his son put a huge bet on the Chiefs. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. So my boy Ron had no idea. His boy Mike Tolbert, the Chargers fucking <laughs> fullback. I don't know, but yeah, it was, <laughs> I was on Twitter yesterday. Much. Oh my god! I mean, come on, my guy. Like that is that's tough. That's just a bad look. Yeah, and like that's like again, like you know, if I had to guess, probably that didn't change anything. But again, like of all the things that could happen, that's like almost as direct proof as you're gonna get. Like that's like that is a believable thing. That like again, like that closely related. Like it wasn't like oh some guy who was like in the replay booth or something. Like that's the fucking ref out there. So. Not a good look for the NFL, Kurt, which is typically not known for having a good look whatsoever. No, nope, not at all. Uh, not good. There, I mean, the, the 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 tweets and the memes were insane. Like, if you're getting a chance to ref a championship game, we need to we need to figure that out, pal. And. Don't get correct me if I'm wrong, Kurt, but aren't those supposed to be chosen by the NFL's like the best refs? Like or whoever it is? Right. Like aren't those supposed to be the best refs? Yeah. Hmm. 
All Goodell cares about is bitch better have my money, Bruno. That's oh, all literally. he cares about. Fucking literally. So, I mean, what's frustrating for the Bengals is like, despite all of that. So, like, again, all of that is valid, right? But despite all of that, it just sucks that they had the ball 20, 20, two minutes left driving. And like, if they could have just scored, well, I mean, who knows, right? Patrick Mahomes scored at 12 seconds left or whatever it was against the, the Bills. But it's like, ah, oh, that's just so frustrating that even despite the shit show that it was, they still could have won. So. It is. It is frustrating. But Bruno, that sets up a Eagles Chiefs Super Bowl. Um, yes, sir. Where is it this year? I think Arizona, I believe. Uh, that would make sense. I, we'd have to verify that, but I believe Arizona. Yes, you're right. I, and the yeah. spread is Philadelphia minus one and a half. That has that has changed since uh, the other on Sunday. Sunday opened Chiefs minus one and a half. So... I guess there's been some money on the Eagles. Yeah, and Kurt, my initial thoughts for this game, right? Not even breaking down X's and O's. Uh, obviously, we both, you know, enjoy some part of my take every once in a while. They've been breaking that down from the producer, Hank, who's our boy, uh, hashtag Team Hank. They've been breaking that down pretty, pretty accurately and matching up to exactly what I think because on one hand, I dislike the Eagles. I dislike Philly fans. They're so obnoxious. Uh, they think they're title town when they don't win titles. They also beat us that one time in the Super Bowl, and that sucked. Shout out Washington Ansel. Shout out Sam Tarshall. Uh, hashtag Sam, we need our graphs. Um, and so I don't really like the Eagles. On the other hand, you have fucking Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, who I despise. And I don't want Patrick Mahomes winning another Super Bowl because it's so funny making fun of the fact that it only has one. So, Kurt, this is kind of a lose-lose. I almost kind of hope that, you know, it's a tie. Fuck it. Oh, can you? Let's just play 40 overtimes. Fuck it. I'm in. Remember when um remember when Donovan McNabb didn't know that a game or no, there's been a bunch of players. I think he was one of them who was just like, Oh, we can tie? I know not the playoffs, obviously, but like you know what I mean? Like I I, I always love the players who don't even realize in the regular season there can be ties. Just oblivious. Yeah. Um most important thing here for you. Prop bet. What color is the Gatorade gonna be? <sighs> I like the fact that I've done no research and I have no idea what it usually is or what it's been in the last five years. So no idea. I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go orange. Like the reason I'm picking orange is because I would have never normally picked that. And I feel like that's how you need to pick to win this because it's not a it's not a color you'd expect. No, it's not. See, I think it comes down to who do you think is going to win the game? Because oh, I feel like if it's Kansas City, it's going to be red. Oh, uh, that's actually kind of a good point. Oh, you think it's just like each, each – well, what is the Eagles? Would they do green? Um, Are they going to wear white? Is any of these teams going to wear white? One of them is definitely wearing white. Okay. Uh, the Eagles dumped Nick Sirianni with Gatorade after the yeah. NFC Championship game, and it was yellow. I mean, that's adjacent to green. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So, uh, Kurt, uh, that is not one prop bet I'm counting to win. Uh, in fact, I would almost guarantee you that I'm going to lose. So, Chris Stapleton is doing the anthem too. I love prop bets in the Super Bowl. What is the over under? Usually, like two minutes and twelve seconds. Yeah, yeah I think it's between two ten and two twenty, usually depending on the artist. <sighs> Chris Stapleton, man, he's got that velvety raspy ass voice is he gonna belt out some notes is he gonna keep it he can belt people forget chris stapleton can fucking belt 
he could fucking belt. Kurt, I would take the over. I feel like he's a guy who would take his time. Oh, man. It's a, that man takes his sweet, sweet time. He gives sweet, sweet loving to his wife, too. Nice and slow, tender. <laughs> Hopefully his song's drawn in the background. Damn. No S&M, okay? That, you know you know, it's a weird thought? Oh, no, if you, I'm on a if, fucking roll. Acknowledge my role. No, I mean, that was good. Kurt, yeah. I don't want – because I'm not going to lie. I forgot about it, and then you started doing it, and I was like, fuck, I haven't done one in so long. So I kind of was just trying to power through there. But you <laughs> called me out on it, which is fair because we're close and we do that stuff. So anyways, uh, Kurt, you bring up a good point. If you make that sweet, sweet baby-making music, do you listen to it while you participate in Kid Show, those activities? Yes. It's a kind of a weird thing. It's kind of like an ego, but it's like kind of – that must be kind of cool. I, I, actually, I don't know if I want to hear myself doing talking to myself well, as, I'm, as I'm pumping and dumping. You know what I'm saying? I don't want that. Can't, that brings that raises the question, can you pump yourself up? Like your physical voice, can that pump yourself I mean, I don't know. I thought you were talking about pumping something else up. Well, we I don't need to ask that. I think we know the answer to that already. Well, I don't know if okay, I mean, we're just <laughs> like, Kurt said, um, you thought about it for one yeah, second and then it's over. Like, oh. <laughs> moving right along. Bruno, we did have a little bit of NFL uh this week. A couple coaching hires, DeMar uh D'Amico Ryan, uh yeah. back home with the I've... What? Oh, sorry, yeah, keep going. No, 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 you go. I was going to say, you've done the same thing I've done. I keep thinking of DeMarco Murray, like the right yep. back. But it's like, nope, that's not who this person is. No, it's D'Amico. <laughs> but I've done that too. Back home with the Texans. Uh, and then, interestingly, Sean Payton mm-hmm. is the Denver Broncos head coach. But then there was some drama mama with that about the Broncos, like, offered – Sean Payton, but then said, wait a minute, and then offered D'Amico Ryan. They really wanted D'Amico Ryan. And D'Amico yeah. Ryan chose the Texans. And then the, they were like, okay, I guess we'll just hire Sean Payton. But D'Amico Ryan like confirmed that tonight or today at his press conference because he was like, it was really hard to choose. Mm. So if he had a choice, that means Denver offered the job. Yeah, and Kurt, I'm not going to lie. When you're in these positions, you really want to feel like the only girl in the world. Like, you really want to Thank feel like you. that, Kurt. Um, and so, obviously, nice. that is a little Akko talk. Thank you. I tried, Kurt. That was a little Akko taco. Um, it is kind of weird, though, because it's like, I know the Broncos are probably, I say probably because who knows, but probably a better team than the Texans. But if you're D'Amico Ryans, again, it's like, that's the team you played for, hometown, all that stuff. It's like, why, how is that even close? I mean, I guess the Broncos were probably offering a shit ton of money, but it's like, how was that? Was it really that hard of a decision? I don't know. I don't know. It was too good to pass yeah. up for no. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm interested to see mostly Sean Payton with Russell Wilson. Can you revive Russell Wilson's career, or is Russell Wilson just bad? <laughs> and what I guess you could argue with this hire is that not that I think Russell Wilson's like uh, like a rebel bad boy doesn't listen. It's not like I think any of those things. But like with Nathaniel, Nathaniel Hackett as your coach, I don't really see Russell or anyone taking him seriously. If Sean Payton's there, he's at least a guy who's like he's won a Super Bowl. He's coached really good teams. People know him. He knows what he's talking about. He's probably not taking your shit. So again, not that, again, not that I think like Russell Wilson needs to be like held in check or like kept in line or anything like that. But I do think if Sean Payton like is like buddy, fucking play better, do this, practice this way, like fucking get on board or get the fuck out. Like I think Russell Wilson's gonna listen to that and respect that. So I guess that's good. I think if I'm Sean Payton though, like we obviously don't know the full 
story about like uh like every situation that was out there but like there is this thing that's still boiling potentially with like lamar jackson or like some of these other quarterbacks Aaron Rodgers. i don't know it's like i do kind of feel like if you're sean payton it's like like i know the it's more than just about the quarterback but it's like damn he ended up with russell wilson so maybe he really believes he can be fixed maybe that's what it is but i don't know it's like ugh. yeah about other guys it's it's interesting uncharted territory so I mean, obviously, we know at this point how well documented how good Sean Payton was with Drew Brees. Right. Can he get that out of Russell Wilson? TBD. TBD. Uh, Kurt, yeah, I, I don't know. I My gut says, if you said right now, you didn't ask this, but if you did ask this right now, you were like, do they even make the playoffs next year? I'd probably say no. I Maybe. Sorry, yeah. No, I agree. I agree with that take. That's all. Yeah. And, like, you know, moving forward, Justin Herbert's young. He's in that division. Patrick Mahomes obviously isn't going anywhere. You know, the Raiders, who knows? Like, if they get Aaron Rodgers, which has been, you know, I don't know if you saw today. Uh, I think uh, someone was like, what neighborhood should Aaron Rodgers move to or something? And Devontae Adams quote tweeted, and it was like, mine. So it's like, I, I don't know what that means. But, like, you know, theoretically, if Aaron Rodgers goes to Vegas now that Brady's uh, – I mean, sorry, now that some another situation has cleared up that we'll talk about in a second um, – who knows what's going to happen in that division? So it's like maybe he's in it for the long haul. I, I mean, but I don't know. It's hard to argue that the Broncos are anywhere close to any of the teams in the division outside of the Raiders, and that's not a place you want to be close to. I agree, Bruno. I we didn't talk about this earlier, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ask some questions, and you're gonna okay. answer them, and I'm, I'm gonna get my take. I'm ready. They're quarterback related. Okay. Number one, is Lamar yeah. Jackson the quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens next year? <sighs> Ultimately. I think yes, and I think what he's doing is trying to just leverage the situation for more money, which is smart. Like, he makes that money. You know, he wants that big deal. I think the Ravens, like, people would shit all over them for losing him. The city would fucking burn to the ground. So I think they're posturing, but I think he's back there. I think they can't afford to let him go. I think he's back, too, because even if he doesn't want to sign there, I think they'll give him that, like, exclusive franchise tag thing. So, oh, I wasn't even considering that. That's a good point. Okay. Well, that's I do think he's there next year. Bruno, number two, where does Aaron Rodgers play next year? Where is he taking a snap under center? I mean, Kurt, I wasn't going to say the Raiders because I didn't even think that was on the radar. I mean, I don't know if Devontae Adams is just tweeting. Like, again, he's not involved in those decisions. That's interesting. I think it's more likely, though, the, like the Jets. Like, I feel like people have been saying that. Hackett's there as offensive coordinator. Again, they certainly have a need at quarterback after their fucking disaster of a season. And they have some good receive. Like, Aaron Rodgers is going to go want to go somewhere that has, like, multiple good receivers. Now the Jets receivers are maybe younger than some of the other receiving cores out there. But they're still, like, there's a bunch of good young receivers there. So I could see him wanting to go to the Jets. I think Derek Carr is going to the Jets. Mm. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to end up in Vegas. That would be so fucking funny. It, I just think Adams just back. Mr. Davis out there likes to make big splashy moves. Mm. And I think the fish he wanted to reel in was Tom Brady. And now that is quite literally not happening. And so he's going to pivot to Aaron Rodgers. And that's where I think he'll go. And if you're Aaron Rodgers, I mean, maybe he doesn't know Josh McDaniels personally, but it's like, you know what he did with Brady all those years. And like, as he got older and the continued success, and now again, a lot of that was Brady. Like it wasn't all Josh McDaniels, of course, but like, you have to look at that and be like, that's a guy who's shown he can get the most out of quarterbacks and, and good quarterbacks. So, yeah. you know, it's not like that far-fetched, especially because I feel like now, like the quotes we've seen from Aaron Rodgers recently have been like, oh yeah, like it seems like they're deciding that I'm not going to be there, even though I haven't decided anything yet. Like he's saying shit like that. And it's like, yeah. oh, okay, that's awkward. It is a little awkward. Uh, a couple more. Okay. 
the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers next year's next year is uh honestly Kurt I think it's Trey Lance um Brock Purdy had a good run but again like I feel like they you know they drafted Trey Lance high they've always said he's a developmental pick they obviously like it's not like they benched him this year he got injured right and he's been there all year I'm sure he's been working hard so as long as he's not pulling a Zach Wilson and just being a diva and ego and like and all crying and all that sort of shit like as long as he's like you know rehabbing right practicing right studying getting the playbook down I think he's the guy like Brock Purdy did a great job but again like I feel like you have to at least give Trey Lance a shot. And then, again, maybe it's a Zach Wilson situation where if he sucks, then it's like, okay, you bring in Brock Purdy. I agree. I think it's Trey Lance. Would you trade Brock Purdy for the 49ers? He was the seventh-round Mr. Irrelevant pick. You Basically nothing. I bet someone would overpay for him, similarly how to Brock Osweiler when he went from Houston to Denver or Denver to Houston, vice – I don't remember. Right. Um, that is a good point, Kurt. And I will, that analysis kind of, uh, leans into the fact that his value is probably not going to be higher. Like he went, whatever, 10 and one or 10 and two as a starter, ultimately over his, his game starting. Okay. So eight and one calm, cool and collected like the whole way through, you know, managed like, you know, played well in the playoffs, the highest of pressure situations. So his value is probably never going to be higher. I think, though, if you're the 49ers, they've kind of also said that Jimmy G is, like, not coming back already. So they, like, obviously, if you are going to trade Brock Purdy, theoretically, you'd want to do that before the draft for another team because they'd want to go into the draft knowing they have Brock Purdy. But then if you're the 49ers, you literally have one QB on your roster. So I don't know if that means they try to, like, sign or trade for a, a backup somehow or if they just are, like, fuck it, we'll ride with one and then we'll definitely draft a quarterback. Like, they're going to have to address that. But his value is certainly never going to be higher. No. Uh, so I don't know. There are some QB needy teams out there that, yeah, I don't know. Bruno, here's my final question for the quarterback yep. carousel. Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback for blank. I have two teams in mind. Question. Two teams. That's a good question. I honestly haven't really thought too much about it, but the first thing that come to mind are, like I'm just thinking of quarterback needy teams, the Colts maybe, but they have to figure out their head coach situation. And that, we were talking about this right before. They've Apparently they've interviewed like a million people for their job and people are like, wow, great job, Colts, when it's like maybe they just don't know what they're doing. So the Colts, because they definitely need a quarterback, maybe maybe like the Panthers, who also need a quarterback. Frank Reich just got hired there. I don't think he's like Frank Reich's guy, but it's just like Frank Reich was a quarterback, and he's looking to potentially bring in someone. So those are my two guesses. I'm probably forgetting something obvious. I don't know, Kurt, but where are you going with this? Number one, the Houston Texans. The uh, Oh, Davis Mill. I'm trying to think who was even He there. was awful Davis this Mills? year. He yeah, had a he good rookie year. He was awful this year. Okay. Oh, because Ryan's is was with the 49ers. Okay. Correct. And Nick Casario had Garoppolo. Right. So that connection. My second place, he uh, backed up Tom Brady for a while in New England. Tampa Bay suddenly needs a quarterback. The only quarterback on Tampa's roster next year is Kyle Trask. I forgot about that. That is, you know, what's actually hysterical about that, Kurt? We were always talking about Tom Brady cucking Jimmy G in San Francisco. Not that this would be a reverse cucking because Brady retired, but that would be funny if it was like Jimmy who took over the Bucks rather than the other way around. Would would be would it would be hilarious? Also, there will, yeah. might be fourteen fans at Buccaneers games next year again. Yeah, dude, they that is rough. I mean, they have some good receivers who need to stay healthy, obviously. But yeah, that is one of them's getting traded. Godwin or so? I mean, yeah, they're forty million dollars over the cap. 
I didn't even know that. Sheesh. <laughs> that team is, they went in for a Super Bowl, they got it, and now they're going to head to irrelevancy again. Well, Kurt, if the DeAndre Hopkins sweepstakes don't work out for the Patriots, I'm fine with either one of those guys. Uh, sign me up as a Patriots fan. Yeah, I'll take that. Bruno, I'll take that. Bruno, um, kind of wrapping up here, I want your thoughts on Tom Brady's retirement 2.0. So, Kurt, obviously we've already gone through this. We have some experience as a podcast, as a uh, Patriots brethren as Tom Brady enjoyers at one point as uh, Tom Brady less than enjoyers maybe in recent years. So much like Brady said in his retirement video that he posted where he kind of was just like, I did this already. I don't want to make this too sappy or whatever. Um, you know, like good for him. Obviously he added to his stats this year for better or for worse, right? He added a bunch of, you know, like uh, I don't want to say stats again, but numbers, I guess, you know, didn't have the greatest win loss. So of course that sucks. Uh, and again, didn't maybe go out the way he wanted to go out. Kurt, at the end of the day, I know everybody said this, but it's like you you, you, you can't always do results-based analysis because you don't know what's going to come. But it's like, do you think Brady, looking back, if he knew that uh, playing this year would lead to the shitty record that they had getting shit on the whole season and then their untimely demise in the playoffs, you think he would trade that for his marriage? You know, I don't know if he would make that trade, but he did, and now he has to live with it. And luckily for him, his reward is... 500 bazillion dollars from fox to go be their analyst so oh yeah you know at least that's kind of nice so here's an interesting takeaway and this i this is not my whole thought but who has the super bowl this year what network uh i only know this because i'm it's fox right now fox where's brady going you think he's gonna be on the call watch i would bet you a chunk of money that he is somehow involved in the broadcast i mean we, we obviously have seen Brady in doing media. I don't really give a shit about his podcast where he's boring with Jim Gray. I don't really care about that. But when he's, like, being funny and, like, talking on social media, like, clearly he can, like, he's, like, one of the dudes. Like, he can hang with it. So that would be very interesting. I think he – I mean, he's played against these teams. He knows these quarterbacks and rosters. I would value what he has to say. But I, that would be wild if he was, like, going immediately from retirement to the booth. It's also so shitty because Greg Olson is such a good analyst. Yeah. Like, I'd, I wish Greg Olson didn't have to lose his job. Or would you put all of them together, all three? Him, who's the other guy? Whatever his face is. And the other one, I don't really care about. But I think Brady will be somehow involved, whether he's yeah. not on the, whether he's on the call or at the desk. He's going to be involved in the Super Bowl. I bet. Honestly, I don't hate it. I mean, we it is kind of an unknown because again, we don't usually see him in those roles. But I would certainly be open to it again, especially because I fucking hate the teams playing in the Super Bowl. So I don't fucking hate Tom Brady, at least not anymore. So this is my least enjoyable super bowl since the 49ers chiefs kurt and you know how i was breaking out earlier like of course you and i both probably share that we hate philly fans and philly sports and then we also despise the chiefs what are you like how do you how are you approaching this game like are what are you what are we rooting for here my hate for patrick mahomes and the chiefs is greater than my hate for philadelphia and therefore i'm rooting I mean, for the eagles that's fair I, yeah it's just like ugh, plus i, I like I, jason i like jason kelly kelsey Way more yeah. than Travis Kelsey. Well, that, that's a, also a great point. Um, and technically, uh, this would be a another title for Boston. Boston Scott on the Eagles. So Correct. we can claim that as well. Also, Jackson Mahomes, Brittany Mahomes. I just will never get out of my head. I, they can't win another Super Bowl. That's true. All right. Yeah, I didn't need much persuasion. I fucking hate the Chiefs, but I'm, that's fair. I'm, I'm fly, and, Eagles, fly. Oh, God. <laughs> and Kurt, like, again, how fucking funny is it? that the Chiefs have been this dynasty that they've been, and they've literally only won one single time. And if Mahomes loses, now what? He's one and two if he loses, right, in the Super Bowl? Yeah. 
So that would be I would drink those tears. Yeah, this is his sixth year, but he would have gone to three Super Bowls. But yeah, if he's one and two, that would be electric. Yep. So okay, sold, done. Okay, thank you. Back to my Tom yeah. Brady thoughts, real ones. Oh yeah, so, oh, no. sorry, we, we I got sidetracked there. No, me too. <laughs> uh, hey, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel relieved that he's retired. Um. I don't know how I would have done seeing him in another uniform. It was probably going to be the Raiders, the 49ers, or the Dolphins. And I really, honest to God, feel like when that report came out that the Dolphins said they weren't interested in Brady, they were going with Tua, I think that was like if Brady said, if I can't play there where my kids are going to be, where my ex-wife is, I don't want to do not do this anymore. That video that he posted, Bruno, that – the emotion and the look, there is nothing behind those man's eyes right now. That man is hurting. Like, he, there were all the reports that he, you know, lost 15 pounds this year. All the, you know, just the, just to, he's always a fiery guy, but like, just he looked so disengaged at times this year, which is something that's, that's not Tom Brady. So I think, you know, it was the right time. Now, did he lie? Yeah. No, he's a fucking liar because he said he would retire when he sucked. He never sucked. So he there's no doubt in my mind next year he could have been the starting quarterback for a team and elevated that team. But you are winning, and I feel like if even this year, you are winning with Tom Brady, not winning because of Tom Brady. Does that make sense? So that's kind of where I yeah. uh, obviously um I do think there's some finality to it. I don't think there will. I don't. This is not a Brett Favre situation. I think he's done his. You know, he can go do movies now. He can do his 99 Productions thing. 80 for Brady comes out this weekend or tonight or something. It's out soon. Um, it just. I, I think there's so much more for him uh, that is on the horizon and the near horizon that um, this was the right moment for him and. Uh, Robert Kraft said today that um, Brady FaceTimed him yesterday after making his an announcement, and Brady was with all his kids, and they looked the happiest they had looked in years. So um, I think it was I think it was just time. Yeah, Kurt, I agree. It was just time. Your points about him being like it just feels like he didn't have that same drive the emotion behind the eyes not only the 15 pounds kurt but the millions of dollars in, in ftx that he got scammed out of so again he's he, he'll be fine he's Tom brady but it's like that didn't help either the divorce all that stuff not not his best here uh so kurt definitely it's time i feel like you kind of get one like again unless you're brett Favre, you get that one like i'm gonna unretire and he kind of used it it would just people would just roll their eyes if he just is like i'm unretiring again you know what i mean like that would be crazy it would take like it would take like him somehow staying in the same shape over the summer for no reason right because he's not going to be a quarterback anymore and then like someone some quarterback having a devastating injury in like the first week or two of the season next year for it to even be like remotely possible and i'm not even saying that would happen i'm just saying like that's probably what would need to happen like on a good team right like not even just an average team like a good nfl team so i hope he stays retired it's going to be so dumb if he comes back because it's like okay well then now nobody gives a fuck because it's just like you've done this a million times kurt I also, side note, while you were talking, I was looking up Rotten Tomatoes for uh, 80 for Brady. What do you think the, do you, okay, actually backing up. Do you use the uh, tomato 
like expert score on Rotten Tomatoes or do you use the audience score? I know people have different opinions or do you not really use Rotten Tomatoes? I usually do the audience score because the experts can sometimes be like crazy. There is a drastic difference in these two scores currently, which it's not fully, I mean, it probably just came out. So it's not as like, it has 54 expert reviews and less than 50 audience score. So what do, do you have any guesses for either one? My guess is the expert score is wildly low and the audience scores high. You, you're pretty much on the on par. High. 89% – oh, sorry. What? I feel like high is like in the 70s for audience. Yeah, I did kind of spoil it right there. That's my bad. I jumped the gun. But 89% audience score, which like – is that Tom Brady paying audience to go see it and report this? <laughs> so, like, that's probably my first thought. And then 61% uh, critic score, which that's kind of higher than I was thinking. The critic score thinking, for this movie was I was thinking be... it was going to be the 30s. So, <laughs> yeah, because, like, no offense, I saw one trailer for this and I was like, I that's all the footage I ever need to see of this movie. Well, so. Bruno, I'm seeing it Saturday. There are 12 of the field abrupt family members going to watch <laughs> I mean, Kurt, you have to. Like, that's a Kurt thing to do. So, I don't blame you for that. But, Unless you come out of it and you're like, that was the best fucking movie of all time, I doubt that I my my one eye from my Bruno machine will be seeing that movie. Fair enough, dude. Fair, I'll give you a full report on the next. Oh, pod. yes. Definitely. Yes. The, oh, my God. Fucking let's go. Shit to talk about at the start of the pod. Write that down, baby. Write it down. Bruno, you got uh, anything else? Um, Kurt, I think that oh, God. I, was, I was trying to look at something else. i haven't done one of these in forever i was trying to look at something really quick and i uh i got distracted kurt i think that even though uh why did you need me? audience you needed me kurt even though the audience want us to stay um i think it's time that our work 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 is done for today let's kiss it better and go home buddy <laughs> Damn, Kurt. Well, Kurt, one thing you can never accuse us of being is unfaithful because we're always here for you, our loyal audience. We're always here for you, and this is what you came for. So, Oh, damn. Fuck. I mean, you win these every time. You won the Katy Perry one, and you won this one too. So, Kurt, I'll give it to you. Uh, always exciting to break down. It's crazy. We have one game left. I guess if you're kind of in the Pro Bowl, who cares? So, um, you know, football's almost over, so we're going to enjoy the hell out of these next two weeks. But as Kurt said last week, it really kind of is a year-round thing because as soon as the football, as soon as the Super Bowl's over, people will start getting hired more. There's going to be start being more news about injuries, and then we're going to get ready for the draft. So it really is a full year thing. But we're going to enjoy the last game we got for a while. Uh, everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, and we will not have a pick six this weekend, obviously, because it's the Pro Bowl, and who cares? But we will be back. Uh, I guess we could talk, Kurt, if we want it, because like we could do a pod next week. Probably but it's like, not. Probably not, because again, it's like there's not uh, maybe some news that are here and there. But we will see you probably Super Bowl Sunday at some point for our last pick six of the year, um, where I strive to recover my record to somewhere around 500. I don't even. It's in shambles. I don't even. No, know you're above right 500. Now. You went five and one. You're you, Bruno. You. We're going to pick, um, six things whatever we do i don't think you can finish under 500 kurt i really think i went one in five last week though you're saying that didn't put me in danger oh fuck i forgot <laughs> that's that's what i'm saying like kurt i i think i went one in five because i picked the wrong two winners i was wrong about the sacks i was wrong about uh kelsey because i think i said oh wait no maybe i said under on kelsey because i said fuck kelsey so maybe i went two and four last week we'll have to review the tape uh so kurt regardless it wasn't that good so we're hoping that i'm gonna finish above 500 that's all that all that matters i, uh, I have faith but anyways 
Thank you. Uh, not unfaithful. Faithful. That's what you are. Hey, um, <laughs> I already said that one, but that's fine. But anyways, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Uh, shout out Stats Guy. Uh, shout out 80 for Brady. Have fun this weekend, Kurt, when you go. And as always, we will see you next time on Playing the Field. Just live your life. Bye, guys. Sergeant's was a notice, know the truth.